right. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. What a difference a day makes. <laughs> what a beautiful day today. It is a beautiful day here. There's not a cloud in the sky. Yesterday there wasn't a bit of blue in the sky. Uh, right. Uh, and uh, it's a. Uh, what's that? You need. Is my is my uh, turned on? Let's see. Uh, uh, whoop, whoop. Sometimes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Huh? You're not hearing us? Sometimes. No, yes, it, yes, it is. Yes. Sometimes Milton turns his off just to, <laughs> just to play with him. him. Just tells me it's on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think my phone's on either. What? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> are you just are you just making that up? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a bother you, but I I don't I oh. I ain't got anything coming through the okay earphone. that's that's not right. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Any better? Yes. Good. Yeah. I think okay. So. Uh. I can't get over those pansies when I walk oh, in. Oh, the, the yellows? <laughs> the ones with the faces that are talking to me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> They're cute. But, I mean, that's that's unbelievable, those, that yellow, the uh, color in that. And I, I mean, how can he be satisfied <laughs> with those puny little pansies when those... <laughs> Cyclamen are over yeah. there, and then there's stocks now at the. You know, just <laughs> different, different plants talk to different people. There you go, Jerry. Yeah. The pansies talk to Jerry. They just so say, they got little faces. Hi, Jerry. What's going on? <laughs> How you doing today? And guess what else I saw out there, man? <laughs> I know you're gonna want to take some home. And did it talk to you? It, what? Uh, almost. What's White that? blue bonnets. True maroon pansies. Oh, Maroon wow. Really? Pansies. pansies or poppies? Pansies. We've never talked about tr- uh, maroon pansies. Have we? <laughs> Probably not, but we've had them for several years. Okay. Huh. I know Dr. Larry Stein always gets some for for around his mother's house and whatever, since he's kind of an Aggie. Oh. <laughs> Big time. But anyway, uh, and there's also some... Uh, is there a burnt uh, orange? Purple, purple oh. types. Well, there's some nice oranges, uh, pansies, too. Uh, but they don't stay long. They, oh. they, sell, they, sell, they sell pretty fast. Oh, oh, oh I, I thought, thought they deteriorated. Yeah, no, I didn't no, know what he no. meant by that either. <laughs> no. Hey, let's see if we can talk to Deborah real quick and answer her question at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Deborah, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you all? Good, great. Good. How can we help Good. you? I wanted, um, um, I got a hold of a tan, of a, I think it's a tangerine. It, it's either, I can't tell the difference anymore between a tangerine and a mandarin. But uh, a friend of mine has a tree. I haven't seen the tree. She said it was given to her when it was two feet tall. And, and it's full of seeds. I mean, each each little piece has about five seeds. <laughs> but... It's got the skin of a dancy. Yeah, that and it's how about a chain shell. And it's very sweet, isn't it? 
Um, it's almost too pulpy to be sweet. She does oh. not know the name of it. The guy who gave it to her said he didn't know the name of it, and or where even where he got it. But um, I, it's just lots and lots of the white stuff on the you know on the outside. Well, yeah. if you can if you can get any any fruit actually then it appears to be somewhat sweet. But the thing that really got me was, I mean, it's the old stick your thumb in and the, and the skin comes off. And, yeah. And I, my understanding is that Dancy's went through some sort of a, of a disease and they aren't available anymore. But I always loved those. Yeah, I do. What, what, I like, what variety did you say? Dancy. Dancy. I don't. I would suspect it's not that one of one of those that. No. Uh, we, we Jerry and I were suspecting was that uh, it's Changsha Changsha tangerine, which grows really well here. <laughs> it's got a lot but of I seeds, but it uh, tastes very. It tastes very sweet. Um, is a uh, is the uh, is the tree got a lot of fruit on it? I know nothing about the tree. I have not oh. seen the tree. All I know is um, is that that it the big thing for me that I hadn't seen for years because I've only seen it with a dancy is where you can literally stick your thumb in the middle and it the whole peeling comes off. Yeah, I, I believe that's a chain show, and uh, since the uh, guy that uh, had the original tree didn't know didn't remember where he got it. And since it's full of seed and it peels readily like you're talking about, that's pretty pretty much a, a Changshaw tangerine. It's hardier than uh, the Satsumas. And uh, it, uh, <laughs> uh, and it probably was contaminated uh, there by Malcolm Beck. He used to grow some, uh, at, he used to work, have Gardenville. And he used to grow a lot of seedlings, and uh, give them to people all over the ta- all over this town and state. Oh, okay. But, uh, and uh, he grew them from seed, so yeah. they are the true shangsho. And uh, <laughs> now it's unusual for them to have a a problem though with that puffiness. Uh, yeah, unless it's just fairly new. Or really, well, last I guess last summer was a pretty yeah. severe test for everything. Yeah, and if, well, do if we have? A, has anybody figured out a way to get back to Dancy? Because to me, growing up with Dancy, and I, that was the tangerine for me. Yeah, well, there's no way to get back to it. Uh, there may be. Uh, I don't think they're for sale. Uh, the nurseries don't bring them in anymore. Uh, the uh, I heard they were wiped the, out. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I heard that. He suspects there's oh, okay. some, this is some a, secret. Uh, look on the look on the internet. Okay, because there may be there may be some some uh, some place selling them. On the internet, but uh, you can't buy anything. Uh, it bring in the, anything into Texas, especially citrus, 
that's not grown in Texas. Oh, I see. But I, I just, don't know how. I, just, the, I don't know if or how the mail order people are getting by with that. Okay. Well, I was just wondering because I hadn't seen a peel that came right off of a tangerine or a mandarin in years. So I, that was what I was curious about because I hadn't seen that that uh, that peeling. Yeah, but now, now wait a minute. Last time you saw it, you were smaller. You were a youngster. No, no, no. I grew up on damn seats, and and they to me they were the sweetest. They had the least seeds, the whole nine yards. But okay. these are the first ones. These are the first uh, that have the loose skin that I've had okay. seen in like yeah. five years. Okay. Well, now what we had, what Mary brought us, had pretty loose skin. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on uh, a uh, uh, plant that, or a uh, fruit that's ripe. Oh, it's easier to. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Well, the satsumas or the tangerines. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, think the, I think the. Clo- I, think the I think the closest you're going to get uh, is uh, planting a satsuma. Okay. Does Satsuma have the, the, the easiest peeling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. In, in fact, uh, one of the workers here at Millburgers uh, brought us all some fruit of her. I think hers is a... Uh, um, a wari? No, it's not a wari. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of the newer ones. And... Uh, her, it's sweet as sugar. Yeah, and the peel came right off. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, well, that sounds good. I'm and it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any seed like. Yeah. Like your old other stuff, citrus did. Yeah, but I would love to. Uh, you know, I'd like to find something as close to those old ancies as I could. So. Well. Uh, anyway. I, I, All right. I can see it. I can you. see it now. There'll be some rendezvous on the border with. Uh, Arizona or <laughs> Texas, and you know she'll have to do it six borders to go. get to California, yes. and you'll anyway. be import, importing those dancies under cover of the night. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, well, Deborah. Thank you very much, and Merry right. Christmas. Good luck. Bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I believe she has those memories from childhood. No, no, she said they were more recent, but yes, yeah, she was very fond of them. Yeah. But she said she grew up with them. Oh, that's yeah. true. You're right. You're right. And so I, I was going to ask her, did she eat the seed like Calvin? Yeah. Ugh, Calvin wolfs down the whole thing. <laughs> I'm surprised the peel makes it off. <laughs> well, on, on those. Uh, makes it convenient when the peeling comes off easily. Yeah. Now, if the, if the peeling came off harder, who knows what I'd do. I, I know. Might eat it. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to uh, kid Malcolm Beck about eating those little chang shells because, like she said, they have three to four seed in every locule, a piece of of the fruit. And, uh, but, uh, well, it's either, it's either talking or spitting seeds. Yeah. You can't do both. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I tried, tried to get him some, I tried all these, uh, satsumas out there. So he would have a seedless orange out there, but they all froze huh. out there. But, and, uh, planting we made, in the lower area of his property, 
out there on Evans Road. Uh, we had I had all the Satsumas out there, even Mr. Moy's uh, hybrids, and uh, we we had Satsumas to compare it with, and planted it in a very loca a very cold location down by the Cibolo Creek, and uh, uh, <laughs> it it killed every one of them except Changsha. So it it is a little bit cold hard here, but. Dang. Well, my Changsha didn't uh, have any fruit this year. It didn't? No, it hit fro- it froze when, you know, and most of my Satsumas were the only one that's really got fruit is one that's <laughs> hidden in the shrub border, you know, <laughs> protected. Yeah. yeah. But mentioning that, I, uh, 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 damage from the coal, I went by to see uh, our main man, Forrest Appleton, yesterday. Yeah. And he just had to show me uh, the poinsettia that I gave him last year growing outside in Hollywood Park between two oak trees. Hmm. And had didn't freeze a leaf on it. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's unusual. And uh, he was wanting to know when it was going to turn color. I said, yeah, that's up to who knows. Yeah, they're, di- they're a different plant. <laughs> than when we talked about them 20 years ago. Oh, just, yeah. It just amazes me. I mean, I, I just kept looking at those on our uh, <laughs> dining room table, you know, <laughs> with that eastern exposure, and they just kept... <laughs> kept going. Yeah. Huh? Remember the water, and they got some beautiful ones here. I oh, was, that red saw color. saw some people walking out with them uh, earlier. That red is just... That new red is yeah, just exceptional. That, it is pretty bright. I don't know whether my memory, almost, memory has faded. Almost as red as the uh, cyclamen. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm running around online, and every place I run to keeps saying in the things, either it excludes, you know, that we sell them, but excludes California, Arizona, Louisiana, or Texas on the Dancy's. Or it says, cannot ship to California, Louisiana, Arizona, or Texas. Yeah. Um, so I, I remember like, the good old days when they could ship into Louisiana, yeah. and we could smuggle them across the border. No. <laughs> Are you sure the statute of limitations is over for that? I guess so. I don't know. You may he, find out. He probably wouldn't wear his mask either, so, you know. <laughs> There's a write-up on Aggie Horticulture on Dancy's. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Who wrote that? Is that Jerry Parsons? No. No. Probably Bill Welch. And I can't open it right now. So. Oh. So. Bill? <laughs> or uh, yeah, and uh, Everett. Either Bill or Everett, probably. Oh. Everett Janney. He passed away now. Oh, who was the? I was trying to think of the fruit specialist that was there when I was there. The uh, uh, Bowen uh, was the older. Oh, there was another one after him. Uh, and then Ben Story was there. Yeah. No, he. This one went to my peach orchard and <laughs> and uh, inter- interviewed, brought the press out there, and was pointing out all the freeze damage and oh, why I was not going to have a crop. Oh no! And guess where I was? 
I was at the bank trying to negotiate a new loan. <laughs> hey. Hey, let's take a quick break while we've got a second. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 Here's another number to remember 210-479-BIRD 210-479-BIRD That's the number for Wild Birds Unlimited right there in Hebner and Northwest Military That's the place you want to go to to talk with Kyle or Bill or anybody over there uh, to well bring nature to your yard and have a, create a an outdoor experience that your kids or your uh, grandkids or your grandparents will enjoy uh, with feeders, with seed, with houses uh, if you want to have Purple Martin houses this year, now's the time to head on over to Wild Birds at Northwest Military in Hebner and get them. If you're feeding the birds and want to get the right kind of feed for right now to make sure you're getting the right kinds of birds, head on over to Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military in Hebner, and uh, they'll take care of you over there as well. So visit Kyle and Bill and tell them hi from us and uh, get taken care of there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Everything that you could want to bring nature to your backyard at Wild Birds Unlimited, as well as things to protect you, too, like Tilly Hat. And the, well, the binoculars don't protect you, but some some different things that you might not expect to. Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner and Northwest Village. The number two one zero four seven nine Bird. I wonder if they have those cute little uh, kid books. Uh, you remember that? Uh, I don't know if it, it was them. Or, no, but uh, they, but they do. I bet they have children. Oh, books. they got lots of publications. Yeah, yeah. A lot of children. yeah they have. A I was lot. trying. Yeah, I think they do have some. Yeah, a youth section. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they do. They're nice. Yeah, Hebner Northwest Military four seven nine, a two one zero four seven nine. It is. Bird. It's one of those places like Millburgers. It just, it's fun to go shopping there because mm. yeah. there things you wouldn't expect and <laughs> uh, just uh, new ideas and. And then um, things that everything that will address all the issues that you have and all the problems you have. <laughs> I love to browse the uh, uh, pepper sprayed or the pepper seasoned uh, suet. Suet, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like. I, I like to use it. Can you believe the different <laughs> flavors they got in there? Yeah. Well, it's just amazing. <laughs> to me, it's just amazing. You know, well, you and I have talked about the different species it's yeah. amazing, but all, you know, mo- mockingbirds and uh, <laughs> kinglets and uh, even warblers, things you just wouldn't expect at a, a feeder because of uh, the insect eaters that are there. Yeah. And this kind, of, this kind of weather especially that brings them in. It's amazing how close to windows they'll come. Oh yeah, they get comfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah. they get ten- yeah, they get really. Yeah, Forrest Avenue ten- used to have one right outside of his computer window, and I when I'd go over there and uh, I look out the window and there were those birds hanging upside down eating, which made me feel sorry for them. Make you make feel a little nauseous. I don't know how they swallow. They upside down. Nature well, see, is I, that's just how we think differently because. 
They used to do that. I put it on my mother's window. Yeah. And they would do that upside down, and I just took it for granted. They, they were uh, helping me by entertaining my mother. You know. <laughs> they are entertaining. Especially, I love the little birds. Huh? The little bird, the little ones, yeah. the house wrens or whatever they call them. But I, I even like the the blue jays, and of course the, oh, card, yeah. the cardinals are spectacular. Especially when they get on that, the feeder is not that big. And so those birds look real big on that feeder. Well, and then you hear the blue jays come through yeah. the neighborhood, and you think, is that that Cooper's hawk again? Nah. <laughs> and that's what they want you to think. Uh-huh. You know what they got over at the birds, bird show? Sop. What? They got the new sparrow feeders. Do they? Are yeah. You, you've checked with Kyle. Just this bag of seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and especially built for the English sparrow. I see. That's the one Calvin yeah. likes. So well, there are, there are, we talked about American sparrows, and I was complaining that a few years ago we used to see a lot more of the ground uh, feeding birds. Yeah. I, I do see some uh, Lincoln sparrows at my yard, but the, the other thing I see... So many cats, I, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't yeah. help but believe that that's why, because <laughs> the American sparrows, they're all on the ground, and they nest nest on the ground, too, so it's tough for them, I would think, to uh So those English sparrows are smarter than the American sparrows? Well, there's probably, a, <laughs> probably would uh, be a good debate there. I knew it. I knew it, Milton. Well, because they, you I'm know, look, out look, look at look what they've done. The, the, any place in the world they've yeah. adapted to, and, and <laughs> like Starlings and stuff. Yep, yeah, you're right. It's exactly. a, it's it's amazing how when you look back when Starlings were introduced uh, to New York, I, I think they released them in the park in New York City. Uh, what's that famous park there? Central, Central park. park. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where they were, the first ones were released. And those things are by the millions all over the United States. You know, and we we still talk about them negatively because they're so I guess they're so aggressive with our native birds, but yeah. The thing they their most their food is mostly grubs and uh, problem insects, so that we should maybe be giving them a little more credit. <laughs> but they don't do they come to feeders? I can. I can oh yeah. I can. Okay. Do they? But they, at least at my feeders, they they come on, kind of in between their travels, and uh, they don't stay there all day like the no. or, or all year like the white winged doves or anything. Yeah. But. Uh, is that and is, uh, do they? I wonder if they. Is have, that what we're we're supposed to be talking about? Birds milk? <laughs> sure. I wonder if they have those. Uh, Oh, uh, bulletproof uh, bird feeders over there, where they have the the glass in the bird feeder. You know where you can oh. see the feed in there. Well, they 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 absolutely have the absolute feeders, the yeah. weight weight sensitive perches. No, there. I'm talking about the ones where you can see the seed in the feeder. Sure. Oh, they got some. Yeah. 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 I just want. We'll I, call Kyle next week and find <laughs> out. You can ask all these questions. I wonder if he had bulletproof. Oh, you, you, got, you, know, you got problems with uh yeah pe- a pellet. Well, that's because he's sh- uh, he, he's not as, as good a aim as he used to be. <laughs> oh, okay. And it'll break the gr- oh. glass. Uh. Oh, but, he, but he's right. A, 
a, a pellet gun is yeah. much harder to, to aim than a <laughs> twenty-two or something. Oh, man. <laughs> Every show we're talking about the birds and what you're going to kill with a squirrel. But, but we've, we've, we've progressed. Just think what Have we you? used to talk <laughs> about, about Jerry and his hunting t- 20 years ago. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Laura wants to start a raised bed garden. And ah! I know. Well, oh, man. She's ambitious. So, <laughs> she wants to know when the best time to start developing it is. Any time. Really? I, w- I would wait for four or five years. <laughs> yeah, you, think, you think we're out of the season? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just... Uh, have you got a sunny location yes, where you get a, sun all day? We do have a sunny location. It's where I cut down the ligustrum, and now it's nice and sunny. Is the ligustrum coming back? No, it's not. That's my next question, by the way. <laughs> Is, remember yesterday we were talking about the roots and how you could yeah. just kick them over? When am my ligustrum going to be easy to kick over? When did you cut, uh, cut them? Last spring? I think, spring? I think in the summer. Oh, and this side uh, last summer? Yeah. And they didn't re-sprout? Some did, and I cut them again, and I put the, the stuff the, on those. Yeah, yeah cut them on a stump killer. Still, it's still uh, potentially relatively hard to, to plant anything in that area because the, and those ligustrum, especially, they may not be grown, but the yeah, root roots don't, under that. They don't uh, rot as quick as some yeah. of them. I'll let, I'll let Laura go ahead and do the first tilling. But you get <laughs> Milton, you just get yourself a... A sharp pickaxe. Yeah. You can just go, you, you know, let's see, if you put, you dedicated can... four hours a day to it for yeah. two, two months, uh. just chipping uh. away at it. <laughs> yeah, and, and as far as the size of the garden you're going to have, yeah, let her st- start on the, uh, the best area. Mm-hmm. She's well, not going to like these answers. Uh, <laughs> well, and, uh, it's kind of it's kind of like our planting the tree. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Dig the hole first. Yeah. Before you come and buy a tree. And uh, uh, some sometimes the garden size will be will shrink. Will determine itself based yeah. on the. Did uh, you cut down the ligustrum or did somebody else? Uh, no, I cut them down. Okay, I was just thinking they may. If a uh, arborist had cut it down or a professional, they oh. have a root grinder. Yeah, grinder. Oh. And then that would deal with it right away because they can grind it down to six or eight inches at least. Oh, my gosh. Above the, under the ground? Under the ground, yeah. Oh, yeah, that See, would have been good. You, if you brought in some soil, you'd be in business right away. So can I? But they'll do uh, watch for uh, Watch for a professional in your neighborhood. Uh, you know, and there's got to, you know, they, I bet once a month there's an uh, arborist that does some work there, and they, they'll they usually have their, their root, and they say, hey, can you get this when okay. you're, when you're going to do this? Yeah. I, so that that might work. I, I think just letting Laura dig it out would be the best. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, We'll take, uh, we'll make take, a special note. My yeah. suggestion versus yeah, we'll, Jerry. Yes. We'll we'll take we'll uh, t- take notes on uh, uh, how long it takes her to abandon this garden idea. No, oh. no, I think she's serious about it. Yeah, we'll okay. I know she's serious about it because she hasn't dug anything. Okay, yet. 
Oh, I think. I'm not going to tell her. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> you, you know, you're going to have to haul some soil in, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. How how high do we have to go? <laughs> eight, eight to ten inches at least. Well, I, I, I like more. one on my soil, which is only about, it's probably about three or four inches. Wow. Deep. But it's, you know, it's rocky. I, I go one one railroad tie higher than that, and that works pretty well. Okay. So what is that? Railroad tie is what, eight inches? Yeah. And then whatever that three or four inches that's underneath it, so that works pretty well. Can't I just get a plastic baby pool, which is probably about eight <laughs> yeah, inches? And that'll yeah. work. That'll work. Except right. they don't get a, a whiskey bright barrel. pink one or anything. Oh. I'll get you some of these bar- uh, barrels that they've got over here. Okay, just Ember line them up. Oh, they are, yeah, they yeah. work. That's sad. what Calvin's reduced to doing. Okay. I could do that. We were going to. We had some old, uh, you know, the things you see after Christmas that are for sale, the big plastic bags. Yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of them that just kind of got weathered and stuff. So we were thinking, okay, drill some holes in the bottom. There you go. And fill them with soil and then. Potting mix. Potting mix. Okay, yes. They do. <laughs> yeah, they Don't work put well. soil in there. That's it? They work well. Okay, but i gotta, I got to punch holes in them, right? Oh, yeah. 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 But, be, you know, don't put it in the joint or anything or on the, so that they. They, you know, they may last 15 years, but if you put too many holes or in in at the corners yeah. or anything, yeah. then they won't last as long. Oh, okay. And uh, the whiskey barrels on sale here at Member. What are they on sale for? Um, 44. Almost 45. <laughs> yeah, 44.99. Almost 44.88. Here we go. Half whiskey barrels were. Fifty nine ninety nine, almost. Yeah, on sale for forty eight eighty eight. So, uh, and boy, they're pretty. I mean, they're... yeah, they got a nice barrel. But I, I still think maybe the best deal is, like you were talking about, they're selling large containers, large black plastic yeah. containers. They're sure, certainly easier to use than a whiskey barrel. Oh yeah, whiskey. and they last a lot longer too. Yeah, that. I'm and putting them through the test. They're cheaper. Oh, a lot cheaper. <laughs> Didn't they have the big ones on sale for ten dollars? Bu- yeah, they were ten bucks. I don't know. I think they're, as far as I know, they're still ten bucks. Yeah. You usually they have them all year long. Yeah. And uh, they're easy. E- they're well, they're not easy to move around, but uh, uh, they can be drug. <laughs> If you, if you want to plant something in there that uh, needs to be winter protected. They're certainly easier to move than, though, than a whiskey barrel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Got a couple minutes before we go to break. What else you got, guys? Guess what I heard that coming over here, driving over here. What's that? George Strait is advertising for Millburgers. Is that right? Yeah, he was say, he was singing Amaryllis by morning. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> Wasn't that nice of him? That to do was that? nice. And uh, they're on sale. <laughs> that's good. Well, I think that's part of the song. Amaryllis by morning. <laughs> they're on sale. They're now. on sale now. Millburgers. <laughs> and imported amaryllis buds say forty percent off. 
And like I say, uh, if of course we're all shut in now, but sure. uh, uh, if he, if you got truly got somebody as a shut in, and uh, they want to watch something <laughs> something grow, uh, this amaryllis is a thing. Well, and I like that idea where you where you got uh, you go to take it to the shut in person, and you know if you got grandchildren or nieces yeah. or nephews and they put that together you know and you've talked about well you can put a special base on there so yeah because the top gets so heavy yeah. and uh, it can be be a project that's not overwhelming project but it's enough involvement yeah that it includes the whole team or the yeah whole relatives. <laughs> yeah most people put uh just put them in something heavy like marbles i've seen a lot of people put them in marbles Put the base in, in marbles, put the water in the marbles, <laughs> and then the roots come out and get in the. Well, my column next next week talks about a little bit about amaryllis, but not because we've talked so much about it. But, yeah. But also uh, uh, paper whites and yeah, right. daffodils and uh, all the other kind of, in our uh, Christmas cactus. That Gosh, we got a beautiful lot of christmas cactus here. is that right yeah very, they're all blooming huh? very right. all attractive colors yeah you're cactus. talking about he had white uh, yesterday yeah white christmas cactus i yeah. didn't notice the white but there were pinks and reds and uh, I, I don't think i've ever seen a white all right we're going to take a break and come back and talk to will and bud right after this at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of millburgers gardening south texas coming up on 9 30 a.m the answer Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Bud, you're up first at 210-308-8867. How can we help you, Bud? Uh, good afternoon. Such a beautiful good day. Good afternoon. Hey, um, I have uh, maybe a few different questions. Um, okay. But I need to um, try to explain this from a very focused point of view. I have a large <clears throat> sand garden. And um, I have two main problems in maintaining that garden. Go first. Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's uh, <laughs> not that kind of a situation. Um, the uh, sand gets blown out of the garden. Yeah. And I've noticed on the uh, south end. Uh, there's too much sand, you know, laying next to the uh, perimeter of the garden. Yeah, yeah. Another main problem that I have is uh, during the wet seasons, you know, we get these strong rains with wind. When that sand gets wet, it uh, it it, um, it loses its foundation for the plant. The plants lean way over this kind of thing. Yeah. My my immediate thought on that was okay. What I need to keep the sand from flying out is a turf in that garden. A what? And that should also help. A turf? Comes. Yeah. I'll okay. explain. I'll explain. <laughs> turf. Uh, so I'm trying to decide, okay, which would be the best turf, a Bermuda turf or a uh, uh, St. Augustine turf? 
just with just with uh, approaching how to keep the sand from going out and how to provide some kind of more strength well uh, within well, you, that body of sand. <laughs> yeah, you could also uh, just use mulch to keep the sand from blowing. Oh, that's out. a good idea. Uh, put it put it on three uh, six or eight inches deep. I mean deep. And uh, plant through the mortar, then then the sand wouldn't blow away. But uh, as far as the uh, turf is concerned, uh, I don't know if I'd plant Bermuda in there. I, I wouldn't because, well, of course, it'll keep you keep you occupied if that's what you want. <laughs> I mean, you're constantly battling. You it. could put a zorzia in there. But they what? don't spread a zorzia, zorzia oh. grass. Okay. They don't. They don't spread very much. He wants to keep the sand. Trace just walked up here, and he wants to keep the sand from uh, blowing out of his garden. Yeah. You got now, a sand another, another thought that I was having. Well, okay. If I have some kind of a turf in there, it's going to drastically reduce the um, temperature to which that sand reaches in the summer, and it it's uh, very appreciable. Yeah. Would mulch do the same thing? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I'm afraid the mulch would. Yeah, grow Mal- that too. used to be one of Malcolm's, Malcolm Beck's, big issues was oh, how much the temperature was reduced. Oh, okay. By mulch. What? What? Did you just ever just try compost in there, mixing it with that sand? Oh yeah, it <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Not Is really. That, it, is that blow sand? In other words, that white fine sand? Well, it's a little bit brownish. It is. It is a fine sand. Yes. Okay, but it blows. Yeah. Right. Have and you it, have you ever done, ever checked the pH on that sand? No. I don't think it's necessary. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that picky. I just want some plants that will stand up correct when they need to. Uh, if I have to share the water <laughs> with some kind of turf. I think that yeah. would be okay too. <laughs> that would work. Uh, you could use. Uh, I was trying to think of what uh, John Thomas, uh, the grape growers, are using up in Fredericksburg. They're planting turf between the rows of grapes okay. to uh, hold the soil and uh, help I, with temperatures. I, I, I I was thinking they were using buffalo grass, but I surely not. Oh no, uh, buffalo grass wouldn't work in this thing. Yeah. No. And see what I, think, I was thinking. Okay. Uh, why, uh, when I want why to plant buffalo a buffalo grass work. You oh, want it's, it's well, way too clumpy. It's way 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 too clumpy. It, it it's not uh, dense. You know, going from left to right and front to back. I think Zoysia would be your answer. I agree. All right, we have two votes for Zoysia. <laughs> but I'll throw a kink in it. What kind of Zoysia? Oh, what kind of Zoysia? Uh, El Toro? Meyer? Well, you're not going to find Meyer. Don't have Meyer anymore, <laughs> do we? You haven't, I haven't seen that in I don't know how long. <laughs> That's the one I used what to have. What kind of Zoysia do y'all sell here? Well, there's six varieties that we would normally do, but there's, uh, I think, only four of them that we can actually harvest at the moment. Okay. So I believe Emerald, Zorro, uh, Palisades, and Jammer are the only ones we can actually harvest. You said Zorro, 
Yeah. Or El Toro. Zorro. <laughs> I didn't say El Toro. Chamorros, dude. Huh? I would, I would, if I were going to use one, I'd use a wide-blade Zoysia. They're easier to maintain. Yeah. Uh, so you could use El Toro if you could find it. Yeah. You're probably not going to find it. But cham- and Palisades <laughs> and Jammers, they're all three identical. So there's no real difference between the three. I think I used Jammer at my daughter's house. We used to keep the mud out for the dogs. We used both El Toro and Jammer in some of our experiments. Yeah. Which one is the wise blade? Yeah, both of them. All of them. Which one? The name of them? Well, he said El Toro is a wild blade, but you can't find it. And then he said, didn't he say Zorro? Zorro, yeah. (laughs) Zorro. Name, Belize. Zorro. (laughs) Zorro. Yeah, Yeah, like the bandit Zorro. Well, he was, he was but, a good uh, bandit, but... Uh, <laughs> well, you're going to be experimenting anyway, story. so... Yeah. Zorro. But what was your second question? Well, I think maybe I got it in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, cool. All righty. But uh, the reason I ask about that blow, getting the pH done on that blow sand, is that uh, a lot of blow sands are extremely acidic uh, to the point... That you have to add lime to it. Uh, it'll make your garden grow better if 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 that blow sand is acidic. So uh, eat a eat a lot of eggs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and you could grow some unusual things in there, like uh, blueberries and uh, things like that. That'd be fun. They get extremely. Yeah. Uh, they do extremely well in that extremely low. PH uh, blow sand. Except they also. So low, low pH means uh, yeah, more like acid? Yeah, like 4.5 to 5. Well, yeah, you, 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 get, mean, you need a lot of organic material. Oh, yeah. For blueberries. Low, low, low pH associates with the soil being acidic. Right. Okay. Right. All righty. Good luck. Okay. Thanks, Thank you so much, guys. You bet, Bye. man. All right, Will is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Will, what's going on? Welcome to the show. You know, I have a question for you about amaryllis. Uh, I Hi, have morning. Bunch in, I have a bunch in pots. And, oh, uh, good. At, 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 one, at some point, should you cut off those the red stalk or the green stalk, or should I just leave them die back and wait for the new flowers, uh, the new new growth to come out. Oh, uh, when did you get them? Oh, I've had them two, three years. Oh, okay. Uh, Have they re-bloomed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they bloom every year. But then, then, of course, now they're all just green, the green stock. Some of them are kind of getting brown. But at some point, should I cut those off or should I just leave them alone and, and wait for the new growth to come out? Well, uh, you, you can cut them off if they're brown, completely brown. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is, do you dry it down? Do you dry them down? No, no. I just September. Uh, I I water them a little bit. They're all outside, and if it, it gets to a point where I freeze, I, I cover them also. Uh, oh. They're out. In, they're out in the sun, and they're outside. So. Well, it's a bit of a we're kind of surprised because there's a bit of a debate on <laughs> how easy it is for them to rebloom, and you make it sound like it works fine. Oh yeah, I've, I haven't had a problem with them reblooming at all. 
In fact, I've even started some from seed, and, and they, they do very well, too. Wow. Uh, uh, Neil Spare has got a, in, this, in yesterday's paper, uh, got a question about uh, somebody wrote in and said, I have had a potted amaryllis bulb since last Christmas. I expected it to flower again, but it's all lush leaves. What can I do to get it to bloom? Uh, do I need to keep it in the dark at night like the no, said it? And he said, Neil answers, no. In plants that form bulbs, bulbs are storage organs that let the plants survive through difficult times, such as extreme winters. And in the crop, in the case of tropical hibiscus, periods of drought. Well, do you think this year would have been perfect for them? Yeah. Yeah. You need to, you, you need to stimulate a um, simulate a dry spell that the plant would have encountered in its native home while withholding water for six weeks in September and early October. It may lay in the pot on its side so you won't be tempted to water it out of sympathy for its withering leaves. At that, rep- at that point, repot the bulb and back in the same or next size, and it'll, it'll, it'll rebloom. But you yeah, say I you're not I, doing yours that way. No, I just leave mine in the pots, and, and, and uh, they do dry out because um, I, I don't water them a whole lot. Because if you water them, those bulbs will will rot out there, and you know that's in true. Big January, February, you know they kind of go kind of dormant, I guess. So I was just yeah. wondering about it. I just leave. Well, whatever them you do is is what you want to <laughs> keep doing because that uh, sounds like the. Performance is excellent. Now, does it have the big flowers on it like uh, the ones you get in the nursery? Oh yeah, I got. I have white. I have the pink. I have a dark red. Okay. Uh, so, so different Sounds colors. Good. Sounds Any good. Other and they all, other they, they're all in you know, containers, right? Yes, they are in, in uh, plant pot containers. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. Question for you on blue bonnets. I, I seeded some blue bonnets. Some in pots and some out in a in a flower bed. The ones in the pots seem like they come up fairly well, but not real well. Uh, I got some of them that are the second, third leaf, but some of them that are in the garden, in the area that I seeded them, I got very few that came up. Will they lay dormant and then eventually uh, germinate, or do I, if they didn't come up, let's say in two, three weeks? Yeah. More likely they're not going to make it? <laughs> well, don't be too quick. <laughs> Okay. They uh, they come up all during the winter. I know we planted our our colors out. Our Dr. Larry Stein and uh, uh, Rob DeRosa planted uh, our seed, and uh, they uh, they came up pretty good. But we scarify our seed. And yeah, these uh, are from, you, these you, are from you Fredericksburg, just... Fredericksburg uh, the Wild Seed Farm. Oh, okay. They're they're yeah. supposed to be scarified. And that's okay. the little did, package that they were, yes. Did they come up in three to four days? Uh, some, of them, some of them took at least a week, week to ten. Okay, that's about right. Yeah, a week to ten. But then, uh, you know, still, there's a lot of them out there that, have, that haven't come up. So I was just wondering, maybe in another month, they, they would still possibly... Yeah, it's possible. Okay. It's possible okay. that they might... Uh, 
like I was saying, uh, we pl- planted ours, uh, our colors, and uh, probably three, two to three weeks ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I was looking at them yesterday, as a matter of fact, day before yesterday. And uh, we've got some already up and some just coming up. I have the same experience. I <laughs> I look in the place where they normally come up. I don't see anything. Right. So a week or ten days later, I'm weeding or mowing, and then, <laughs> there they are. Yeah. You know? oh, so, good. Uh, okay. Okay. So keep, the, keep, the, keep, keep the faith. What what okay. co- what co- what color did you plant? They're all just all mixed. The ones yeah. mixed, mixed uh, different mixed. colors. Yes, from uh, Fredericksburg wild seed. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Well, well, you can always come get plants. I understand that. Big too. plants. May have if to you like white and red. No, they have some blue <laughs> hidden in there. You gotta look, but they're there. I got some blues okay. yesterday. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Thanks, well, thanks. Good. Good questions. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Well, our phone number is two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you're outside of San Antonio, maybe you're near Fredericksburg, you can call us at eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, and uh, just tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Yeah. Uh, what froze uh, this week's going to be nice. We'll read you the weather after uh, we take a break and get you caught up with the news. But again, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, while we do, we encourage you to, to get those gardening questions ready. And don't forget, you can also learn more about all the stuff that's on sale. We've mentioned that occasionally by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. You can also sign up for your newsletter there. We'll tell you more about that in a second. That'd be a nice gift. And find out about the events that are happening here at the nursery as well. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and Karen, who is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, good. Thank you. Um, I'm sort of a backyard peach farmer. I have my one little peach tree. And it's a Florida print, which I know is not supposed to be one for here, but it was gifted to us, and it's now about five years old, and uh, it's gotten really big. And I just wondered what, it usually blossoms like in January or late January, so I wonder, it needs some pruning, because it's kind of gotten gigantic. So um, (laughs) what should I do right now with pruning, with fertilizing, watering it? Suggestions. Well, Florida, see, Florida, Florida Prince uh, is a uh, is that an A and M thing? Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's Florida. It wouldn't say. No, very a... very low, very low chill. Yeah, right. Well, Jerry, Jerry and I, our favorite is Florida King. We've switched <laughs> over the over the years, and Florida oh, Prince yeah. is in that category. Yeah. Let's see. You can you can do dormant oil. And you can do uh, uh, bacterial, the uh, uh, coside 101, yeah. 101, which is uh, copper hydroxide. Right. 
So those is that two. for fertilizing you're talking about? No, no. No, that's spraying the foliage and, well, spraying the Well, the foliage stem. is almost off at this point. I mean, at that's this good. point, it's, that's, the leaves that, are almost off. That's um, right. That's. But I do need to prune it. It's It's got... It's gotten too big for this little yard that it's in, and it really does produce <laughs> like crazy. It's, it's great. been great, well, but it just blooms so early that if we have a frost in February, I lose, you know, I lose the peaches. But yeah. um, well, you, anyway, you you, you want to wait wait as long as you can, but uh, I get. I, let's see, you would if you if it goes January, then. Now you could go ahead and you could go ahead and prune it, or you could wait until it blooms. Well, to, that's true. That would be okay uh, you, to do that. You got yeah. to be tougher than me to do that. <laughs> well, the thing about it, uh, pruning uh, energizes the plant. Yeah. So if yeah. You, if you prune it too early, it'll cause it to bloom early. That's what's great. Make you susceptible. Well, wait. So I would wait till it blooms. And then okay. you fertilize okay. and f- fertilize in February. Yeah. And as far as pruning, have you ever pruned a peach tree before? I have. I've looked it all up, and I, I know to <laughs> hollow out the center. And yeah, but there's a few kind of rather large branches that I think I need to go ahead and take off. Yeah. Uh, because they just shoot all the way across from. The tree to the fence. It's a very narrow little spot, and so yeah. I hope that's going to be okay. Yeah, that'd be okay. okay. Uh, if you can, uh, when you prune those branches off, pr- don't leave stubs on them. Okay. Uh, prune them back to the next largest branch if you can. Now, if you're pl- taking off scaffold branches, that's the main structure of the tree. Uh, you'll just have to top them. Now, thinning, yeah, you call that thinning cuts where you don't leave those stubs. But there's a whole bunch of, there's some a good good literature on plantanswers.com. Yeah. And oh, including I've seen some di- great diagrams. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen, seen some great stuff about pruning. I just wondered, timing-wise on this tree, uh, I think I'm going to, I think I agree, you know, to go ahead and wait until it starts Biting out, or and then right, right. stopping them. Well, let us and, give, give us a report, because one of the issues, I I had a commercial peach orchard and I had early peaches. <laughs> and one of the issues was always, you know, you either thinning the yeah the small peaches or the blooms, or you're trying to prune when it's blooming, and mm-hmm. it was not only tough on people that work with me, but it was tough on me to go ahead and do that, too. It's always easier to prune when well, before the blooms are there. Yeah. The hardest thing for me was thinning those baby peaches out. I just uh, yeah. I couldn't stand it. But when you, if you don't do it, you get a bunch of little, you know, ping-pong-sized <laughs> you go. Have you ever tried uh, it, having a, oh, like a... A Bloody Mary as you prune. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, makes it much easier. I don't, I don't know what it takes. It just the way it's just it, that's very hard. And uh, I think I'll <laughs> and do what? it before the blossoms. Yeah, you're right. That's just that's gonna that's awful to cut off. 
beautiful at blossom. One, but. At one time, uh, when they were doing those early peaches, like uh, May Gold and... Uh, June Gold. I mean, Spring Spring, spring gold. gold. There you go. Uh, they were re- People were recommending that you don't wait till they have the f- small fruit. You take the blooms off. Well, I, I did oh. it. Did you do the blooms? I did it with, <laughs> with high-pressure sprayers. I tried it a few years. <laughs> oh. And then we did, then we did had that work? S- staff. Kind of? Not good, yeah. Not good. But huh. it, the, the good news is with peaches, you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Because they, re- they recover so quickly, and uh, and you swear well, you swear that they've, you've taken off every single bloom, bloom there yeah. was, and it turns out there's oh yeah thirty percent of the blooms are still there, which well, is absolutely. Perfect. Karen, that help well, you? Well, we'll see. Yeah, if, just one other thing: the fertilizer. I mean, can I just put some some that Medina growing green around it or now, something? You know, do now, that you right see, now. Or how, what do you think? How about how about some slow release lawn fertilizer? Do you have any nineteen five nine? Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, I already put that on the grass around it. Should I just put some extra, kind of around the uh, perimeter? Uh, not. It's, uh, yeah. How much growth are you getting? Right now. The new shoots. Oh, they haven't. They have, it's just it's just losing the leaves right now. But I it know, won't I know be, but in, in, from spring to fall, uh-huh. how much? How long are the new growths? Stems. Uh, from spring. Well, they're pretty well done by by May. <laughs> uh, well, no. well, we're trying to Even determine. It. You, you want uh, about you want about uh, eighteen early. inches of new growth. Mm-hmm. So if you get you're getting that already, you don't need to put any more fertilizer on. There. Okay. No, it's if it's you, very prolific. I think it's sort of a I think it's sort of a miracle tree. I don't know. It's a memorial <laughs> tree, so it's got some special qualities to it. Sounds like it. Hey, keep us informed on that because we're okay. we're interested in those Florida varieties. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Thanks, Thanks, Karen. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you for Karen. calling. All right, 210-308-8867. Marty has called us there at 210. Oh, Marty, we lost you. Give us a call right back, okay? We want What? To... Did yeah. you cut him off again? Yeah. I'm sorry, Marty. <laughs> All right. He does us... that, Marty, on purpose. Give us a call. No, I know Have you done something to make him mad, No, Marty? Marty's my uh, Rio Grande gold buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Cal- Calvin's already got his seed in a little bag. Yeah. And he, and he was he was complaining that the seed's hard to get out of there. It gets sticky. Yeah. And uh, it amazes me is you, you did the spoon thing. Mm-hmm. And you get done, well, you know, three or four uh, of the... Uh, peppers and you look around and there's seeds stuck there uh, the cabinet there's seeds stuck to your hands yeah they pop out of there yeah. when you and, put that spoon on them and they do stick <laughs> the uh the good news if i can ever get it done is uh i had uh my greenhouse grower to the south grow a whole bed in in the greenhouse of real grande gold peppers oh good and uh, he's been, uh, I told him he to eat all the little ones and save all the big ones, the one that had larger fruit. And uh, he's done that. But now <laughs> I got a, I got a, and they're turning red. He's eating them and enjoying them. But uh, 
I've got to make a, a trip down there and uh, harvest all that seed mm. and get to extract all those seed. Now, when we did And the, you don't even drink. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be tough for him to keep you occupied. When we did it out at Dr. Stein's place, at his grandma's garden, uh, we uh, we had a machine. And we just ground the peppers up in the machine. And we didn't even de-stem them. And uh, they Work? extracted that seed, yeah. Huh. And uh, in other words, on tomatoes, you know, you have to let them ferment for about three or four days. Uh, but uh, with pepper seed, you don't have to let them ferment. So, uh, but you have to get that seed, you have to get that machine out, and then you have to clean it, and uh, it's a nightmare. Sticky but, seed. But it's easier when you got a quantity of fruit. And we had bushels and bushels of it. Uh, All right. Go ahead. Now, we got Jerry on the line. Really? Uh-huh. At 210-308-80. How do you like that? I can call. I know. You're you're pretty talented. Hi, yeah. Jerry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Um, we have an oak tree, and it died. It, it, it was only about six years old. It, it died. It never lost its leaves. Well, the leaves finally fell out, fell off, and it just never came back. We haven't had another one, and the leaves came back, but the tree looks really bad. And it just kind of formed really odd growth on the trunk. So I don't know what happened to that tree. Is it first has, 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 it, has there been any in, uh, construction around it or in the area? Mm-hmm. No. How big is the tree? It's not very big. Oh, it's, I don't know, 16 feet tall, probably. It's about. Okay, and so, the, I mean, the diameter, is it three inches uh, or four inches? Uh, probably about five inches. Oh. Okay, because I was, I was wondering about uh, how, how it reacted to this uh, dry weather we had this year. I've seen a, I've seen a it, lot it, of them. It whatever happened to it last year because it, like it, it just it never came out. You know, this season when the trees were supposed to, their leaves were supposed to come out. And like but last the, winter, the leaves the is supposed to stay green all the time, and it has yeah. no leaves on it. The le- uh, the. Uh, the one did you say the leaves uh, dried uh, died and dried up on the uh, holding onto the tree? Yes, and the one of them, and there's another one. The leaves did come out on it, but just at certain spots. And the tree trunk itself looks like it split open at places and formed a big, ugly, knotty growth. It's like what kind of tree, what kind of tree is it? Oak. This is which oak? oak? Do we know which oak? Live oak. I think it's a live oak. We bought them from HEB. Both of them at the same time, years, you mm-hmm. know, like five, six years ago. Yeah. You said that big mm-hmm. ugly growth. Is it toward the base of the tree? No, it's just up the trunk, up all the way up the top. It's different spots. 
Hmm. And it's a... Uh, then nobody ran into it with a vehicle or a mower. No, no. Yeah, and that would have been, yeah, it's just at certain spots. It looked like it, an alien was in it and burst out. That's what happened. I think that's what happened to it. <laughs> that's what happened. It was, a, it was an alien tree from yeah. H-E-B. Yeah. Uh, so we were just going to pull it out. And then plant something, I don't think, should we plant it in the same spot or in a different area? Well, I think that must be some kind of canker. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm betting on just on a water situation. Water situation? Water situation. If that's the case, then then you can go ahead and plant. If Jerry's canker situation... Have you have you got an arborist in the neighborhood or somebody the master gardener that lives close to you or anything? No, we live by we live near Calaveras Calaveras Lake. Oh. Yeah, and we don't have any oak trees around. All we have is mesquite and hackberry. So we planted these in the yard thinking Were we, you in the sand? Uh no, not really. It's not it's Kind of sandy, but not fine sand. Okay, good. Well, uh, that it, that even sounds more and more like wa- water. If you do decide to replant, then you'll just have to you have to you know mulch over that root system and and really do a regular watering because that because that it, well, soil is tree, not that be you know your mesquite. The other one, and we have. I guess it's some kind of ash, and then and there's another tree. I don't know what it is, but no, they look fine. But and we watered them kind of all the same. But I guess it maybe affected these differently. These two oaks. Yeah, it's no telling, because you don't you don't you don't know what kind of history they've had and yeah, the, what they uh, were sand, subjected to. <laughs> sandy soil is a little tougher on oaks than. A, on live oaks, then it may be on the mesquite. When, when you do what? When would be a good time to plant? The right now. Now, now. Now on, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, I was going to use that space. When, when you brought those plants, were they in plastic containers or were they wrapped in uh They were in burlap? the uh, five-gallon five gallon plastic pot. Oh, okay. Uh, I would say don't. I'd say get get your next trees from a a nursery. Nursery. I was gonna go to Phoenix this time. That work? Yeah. Yeah. They might be able to do oh, it. burgers. Yeah, we got good trees here now, Jerry. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, ma'am. All Thanks, right. Jerry. Good, good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Yes, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Mike, you're up online after this at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Mike's been so patient, so I want to go right to him at 210-308-8867. Mike, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Okay, I've got snow peas growing in what's left of my garden, and I love them, but I'm kind of wondering this time of year, how much longer should I bear with them? 
and then how soon should I replant them for next year? What what is snow peas? Snow yeah. peas? Yeah. Oh gosh, they they'll produce until May. Oh yeah. Okay, so then, just leave then, what I've got up there. Yeah. Yeah, and then okay. then replant them in uh, October or November. Okay, well, I, I originally planted these this last September, and uh, they don't make it in the house. I just eat them straight off the plant while I'm out messing around. <laughs> and uh, That's good. Uh, oh, I love them. I just love them. But, Have you uh, tried sugar snaps? No, I, I, this is a second variety I tried. This kind, and I'd have to look at the package, uh, it's got a real strong uh, thread on it, the little parts that peel off. The last yeah. part, I could I could just eat those whole, but these you got to chew them up and spit the the thread out. And yeah. uh, so I'm gonna try a different variety next year, but uh, they seem to do real well in spite of the weather. And I just wasn't sure how much longer I could count on them. Yeah, they they like this weather. Oh yeah, this is perfect. the The only thing you have to worry about is a hard freeze to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm down near Poteet, and, and it'll freeze hard where you're at before it gets made. Oh, yeah. Big time. Down there in the deep south, huh? <laughs> well, they, I'm in the have sand. They, have they planted the strawberries down there yet? The neighbors have them out. I don't plant strawberries. That's a little bit too labor-intensive for me. But, oh, uh, yeah. They're around. You know, they're within walking distance of my house. They, they probably have a quarter of an acre of them. Yeah, well, that you don't need to plant them if it's cl- that close to your house. <laughs> well, That's right. We'll be reading. We'll be reading about you. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that uh, sounds good. Keep they it. should keep producing for uh, right through the spring. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, Mike. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. 67 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. All right. Don't see anybody on the line, so it's a good chance to call us. Marty, call us back, man, and uh, let's help you out. And then uh, what else you got going on over there? Uh, I want to encourage everybody, if if they take the Express News, uh, to get yesterday's paper because Calvin's got a good article in there about uh, feeding the birds and uh, giving that well, bird feed is are given a good Christmas gift of uh, a bird feeder, and also let's see, I think you mentioned uh, yeah, just uh, some Christmas trying to link yeah link uh, some great Christmas presents uh, to oh activities on behalf of senior citizens or people just retired or mm-hmm. or getting some interaction between your kids and. Uh, your grandparents, uh, so, uh, and what it just happens to relate to uh, bird bird feeding <laughs> and uh, plant growing. What else did I have in there? Uh, Let's see, you talk oh, about, butterflies. Yeah, yeah, you talk about a gift certificate that would cover the cost for all. Let's see, I think you're writing about the, uh, and, uh, the butterfly butterfly garden. Yeah, and so that's that's good. Uh, you you plant. You can plant those now. I guess most of those plants there. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we're talking about we're talking about early our, spring. Yeah, we're talking about a 
a certified butterfly garden like we have here at Millburgers, and there's a certain plants, misflower and yeah. zinnias. Porter weeds. Por- yeah, that, that really do well in the summertime. Uh, but now would be the time you get ready. If you link it to or make it part of a present, uh, it's a lot of fun. We've got we've done quite a bit of it in my neighborhood where oh, folks have uh, oh bid on a yeah certified butterfly bid on a butterfly garden and now everybody's <laughs> talking about butterflies and comparing what's mm. showing up and it's fun. it's just fun. And other articles in there, by a complete article uh, on amaryllis in yesterday's paper. And, of course, you got uh, Neil Sperry's articles. And if, you need, if you're interested in amaryllis, we got, what, like nine different kinds here, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're on sale, 40% off. Uh, oh, let's see. Can, uh, can the... the uh, <laughs> Can people go in and look at yesterday's articles in yesterday's paper on the Express News uh, website? I think they can. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, let's see if you you go to your if you go to your your normal let's see one of the stores uh, Seven Eleven or uh, uh, gas where you buy your gasoline. They they have that combination Saturday Sunday paper, yeah. which may and some of them will still be there, but the the other is the they have the Sunday paper. Then it will probably wouldn't. No. Oh yeah, and if they've got the the combination Saturday Sunday, then it would be there. Okay, but you you got to check to make sure it's there. Well, I w- I wondered if they have it on their website, and with pictures. Like uh, uh, we mentioned quite often, the Millburger newsletter, which is free of Never charge, was. and it's on the internet, and on the internet with color pictures. So uh, they have good articles in that too. I think they can. I think they can go to get get our column, but I, I haven't done it in a while. I'm double checking. Okay. Just a thought. I got a. I, th- I thought it was a week behind. Oh, is it a week behind? I think like they don't put it out there until the the hard copies are sold. But I'll look. I got a question in yesterday, uh, Saturday, yeah, December the fifth. It said, uh, "Is applying a fungicide to a tar t a r r?" That's a uh, that's that take off uh, yeah take off infected lawn during the winter months is that effective i think tar is a uh summer heat it's a heat disease yeah the the, the symptoms appear or, oh, let's see symptoms appear in the fall but the action is during the summer, summer. yeah so uh it's it makes the fungus growth slow during these months in the winter. Yeah. It slows, but it, it also, if you're talking about repairing, yeah. it doesn't repair in the wintertime until yeah. 
So, so that's what what makes it hard to deal with. So I don't th- I don't think it's implying uh, applying a fungicide in the winter will be of much help. They, I would look at the label. Okay. Label instructions, because I'm not sure either. Because we, in the old days, we used to apply the peat, the sphagnum peat moss, and that worked. Yeah. If if it worked at all, it worked in the winter time, <laughs> but. Uh, these new fungicides. Uh, yeah, because the grass is not, it's not growing. Now. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's no no recovery action. Right. Milton, Milton any luck? No, I'm still. It's it's kind of loading slow. <laughs> then we had a question uh, a while back. It says is Mexican cigar plant <laughs> native to Texas? Mexican cigar. I'm unable to find the source for a started plant, and how hard are they hard uh, hard to start from seed? Uh, <laughs> what for, is that? Is there, we, there must be some other name for that. Do you know what a Mexican cigar plant is? Well, it just so happened that uh, Forrest Appleton sent oh, me the <laughs> sent me the. Uh, he answered the question. He said, the Mexican cigar plant, sometimes called firecracker plant. Oh, okay. Kufia, I-G-N-E-A. Iniga is native, is a native of Mexico. So I guess it's a native here, too, since we're old Mexico. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it, a kufia, huh? Yeah, kufia. and it's fire. Just it's just firecracker plant, right? Yeah. Uh, it's tender. It's a tender perennial that will not survive the winter in Flint, Texas. I guess that's where this guy's from. It may be available as a plant in early spring at the nursery in your area. I assume because I do not know that it would be easy to start from seed. Hmm. Um. Again, we had one take over the greenhouse, <laughs> and uh, it spread by underground root systems, sprouts. Uh, I know it. We rooted some. Uh, we were going to sell it, sell it, uh, but it, it's so ugly in a container when it's young. Now you get it in a they, here at Millburgers. They sell them in gallons or or larger, and. Uh, there's, they start blooming immediately. Yeah, it's a good hummingbird plant. Yeah, it's a good hummingbird uh, plant, big-time hummingbird plant. And uh, it's really impressive in the drought and uh, heat of summer. Huh. Uh, but it's... <laughs> uh, and it has little bitty tubular flowers, which that's where it gets the look of a cigar. And uh, so they call it a firecracker plant. But it's... Uh, so I guess it kind of bursts. Yeah. It's spectacular. Color, yeah. I mean, just solid red blooms in the middle of the summer, middle to late summer. Uh, also, our, our buddy in uh, Austin, Dennis, sent an interesting article... <laughs> That he found in his hometown paper in Taylor, Texas. 
He was born and raised in Taylor, Texas. And it's, it talks about house, household hazard of potting soil. That many, many may not be aware of the dangers that potting soil have in causing preventable house fires. The danger comes when individuals use pots containing soil or potting mix to extinguish cigarettes. Cigarettes. You know how people stick them in the, uh-huh. in the plant. They said, uh, you, they, uh, you need to be informed that this household hazard and offer ways to keep themselves and those in their household safe. Many potting soils are comprised of several different components, most of which are not dirt. Yeah, dry organic material. Yeah. Commercial dirt is heavy and inhibits drainage for the plant. That's good. Therefore, potting soils are commonly made from mulch, barks, peat moss, compost, and waste plant fibers from other processes. Potting soils may also contain fertilizers, which can be oxidizers, <laughs> uh, and can accelerate the burning of combustible material. Huh. Uh, so <laughs> the, uh, the fire department advises residents not to use pots containing potting soil as an ashtray. So smokers should consider their... Extinguishing cigarettes, sources such as ashtrays, and an unburnable, unmeltable container with sand, or a, commer- a commercial cigarette receptacle. I never or quit th- smoking. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I never had thought. I never had thought about that. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Hey, real quick, I want to talk to you about BSG. Go to bsgtexas.com, and you can learn about the great deal they do right now uh, that they have that will help you with uh, creating a gift for your entire family. You know, more folks are spending time at home now, and um, a home entertainment theater could be just the perfect gift for you and your family. Now, maybe you've thought about it, or maybe you think it's going to be real expensive, or maybe you don't even know where to begin or what you can do with it. That's why you need to go to BSG Texas, learn about all the deals they've got going on right now, learn about their great installation methods, learn about the fact uh, that they're going to come in the lowest that you're going to find. Uh, You owe it to yourself to call them, and they've got now uh, six months deferred payments at BSG. Go to bsgtexas.com, bsgtexas.com, or call them at 210 877-1222, 877-1222, for BSG. Are they the one that put the dog cameras in the front yard? I think they were just camera security cameras that the dog happened to trip. But yes. Oh, okay. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Sylvia, don't go anywhere. You're up next on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. While Calvin and Jerry answer a question off the air, I'm going to tell you quickly about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bothering you or if it's bothering you or it's bugging you, uh, then uh, whether it's roaches or scorpions or fleas, no matter what the season is, or termites, or right now a lot of people are noticing scritchy sounds in their attic. That uh, could be rats or squirrels or bigger Give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call. Let them help you out. The thing I like most about Spider-Man and Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control is they look at the problem holistically. So they not only treat. The biggest complaint I've heard from people is their pest control company treated and then left, and two weeks later, the problem was back again. Spider-Man not only treats, and we'll talk to you about a wide variety of different choices you have in treatment, but also looks at the problem. Where are they coming in? How are they getting in? Why is Why do you have this problem? Uh, and then we'll address that with you, too. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, call 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or go SpidermanPest.com. All right, we're going to let Calvin answer that question a little more, and we're going to talk to Sylvia on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Sylvia, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Milton. Doing Okay. I have a couple roses. I I just I don't know. Can I move them now? They're in the ground. I just want to move them to a different area, or do I have to wait until you know March? Well, they are they are they putting on new growth now and uh, whatever. Yes. Well, yes. Uh huh. Are they blooming? Yeah. They, we are. They, well, one is blooming and one is not. I just kind of went put them in a different area. I don't know because of the cold. Well, it's going to be nice all week. You know, in the sixties or seventies. But uh, yeah. I think that we're going to say we're going to get another week cold front towards the end of the week. I don't know. Should I wait, or is it all right to go ahead? No, and uh, I, I, I would like for them to be more dormant. Okay. You're describing. Okay. But uh, but uh, it's are they, how long have they been there planted there? Um, I guess about seven, seven or eight months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're not old like roses. Um, no. Well, one is kind of like a, a orange, orange rose. I got it a shade of green, and then the other one, I think it's a red, red rose. They're they're not. Okay. Oh, it's like your your double your double double knockout roses, both of them. No. Okay. Is it better bear wait until you know springtime, like March or April, to to be safe or? I don't know if. Uh... How, t- how tall are they? Tall? How tall are they? Um, I guess about three three uh, feet. Okay. I think you'll be able to pot those uh, pop those out of the ground fairly okay. if they've only been there a few months. Okay. And uh, you can go ahead and do it in December now. Okay. Uh, you might have to trim them back a little bit, especially that new growth. And you okay. might lose the new growth, but okay. it's really better to get them in their location. You're gonna put them in a sunnier location, I say. Yeah, in a sun. Yeah, because I have some sporanzas that kind of um, go on top of them. You know, when the sporanzas got real big, they're covering really the roses, and the roses are not really getting any bigger because the sporanzas, you know, are too big and they're covering the roses. That's really why I, I want to move to a different different location. Yeah. Is a is the Esperanza blooming in the spring, early spring? Um, well, it was until we had that that freeze. They they all kind of look kind of sad, you know. 
but they will they'll, they'll okay. back, right? I mean, they, they yeah, were, yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they were blooming, and I mean, they're real tall, I guess, about 10, 10 feet tall. I, I have three of them. But, but they I, started I, they started blooming early in the spring, right? Yes, uh-huh, right, yeah. And it kind of goes going, over those it, roses. As I thought to move those roses to a different area. All that area where I'm talking about, it's all sunny, but... You know, I want those roses to look better, and I didn't know. I didn't want to take a chance. So I'm going to lose them, but you know. But you, well, you know, you can put them in pots, or go ahead and put them in a different area in in the ground, or. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, if you if you got a sunnier location, okay, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking about. You know, you can cut that Esperanza down too. Right. Yeah. Could do it now back, or wait. Back a to the bit. ground. Oh, okay, okay. Because they always say do it like in February. They always say, you know, you know, on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, yeah. I didn't know to wait then or. No, on on the on the cutting the Esperanza back. Uh huh. You you can do that at any time. Oh, any time. Oh, okay, okay. I'm think I'm thinking it's Gold Star since you said it started blooming early in the spring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It bloomed all summer. Uh huh. Is it Gold Star? Good. Right. <laughs> so you can cut those back to the ground if you want oh, to. Okay. But, uh, okay. And that would uh, that give you roses uh, more sun, and you may not have to move them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh huh. But okay. if you want to move them, it's okay I would go ahead and, and do it now. Okay. Thanks, Sylvia. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Uh, that answered actually one of Marty's questions. He called back, but he's having phone problems. And is it safe to cut his Esperanza? And I don't know what a Montana plant is. Uh, I don't either. Uh, to the ground. Well, the Esperanza, the answer is yes, apparently. <laughs> and we'll have to figure out what the Montana plant is. Calvin, are you familiar with the Montana plant? No. Yeah. Marty, uh, call us back. Maybe uh, give us that one again. You can still do it just through the, uh, through uh, Shemaya. Mary is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine, Milton. Um, I've got a beautyberry, and it's uh, like a tree, a bushy tree. It's oh, about yeah. eight foot tall, and it's in a woods. So, of course, it doesn't get a lot of sun. It's reaching for it. But anyway, it's there. And the deer came along and uh, took out a couple of the uh, branches, I guess you'd say, you know. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just actually killed them. Anyway, I wonder if I could trim it. Could I cut it down this yeah. time of year? Uh, yes. Would uh, that be good for d- it? Does it have uh, bears on it? Yes, but they're pathetic, Jerry. They're pretty pathetic. You know, it needs sun, but it grew there, and I just left it. There you we go. We don't have much sun. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you said it did have some bears on it? Yes, it does have berries on it. Uh-huh. They they don't get nice and full and pretty like those that are out in the sun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, are the, bear, well, are the berries brown or, or purple? Uh, well, they're green. <laughs> I haven't seen any <laughs> color in them yet. But oh, they haven't had any color. Too. Okay. Okay, yeah, it won't hurt to cut it down. Well, but be, okay, be, how far uh, would you cut it, Jerry? It's about eight feet tall. That that's a, that's the question. You don't. It's not going to grow back as fast as yeah. the ones in the sun. So you want to be a little bit conservative, I think. Eight feet tall. Okay. Cut it in Eight half. Feet, how about? 
It's wild, you know. <laughs> Cut it in half and and leave the sticks out there for the deer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't like eat the your... sticks. They just knock things down here, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll they'll uh, they'll eat those sticks or branches. You think so? Well, yeah. To me, they're been rubbing on them, but I I'm not sure. Oh, they're okay. Right now. Yeah, that's they're true. Crazy running all Run around that the house. Tall. Are they close to the house? Oh, good Lord. They run within five feet of our windows. There you go. Yeah. They're, they're, in, they're in range. It's like a zoo here. It's just like a zoo. Uh. We love it. <laughs> and we love your program. You've okay. Been thank you so much for, for calling. 20 years, I think. Goodness oh, gracious. Lord. Thank you. Thank have you we've so been much. on there 20 years? I think so. Oh, however long they have been on, maybe been more. Thank you, Mary. Okay. Thank you for listening and calling. All right, so uh, we got some clarity from Marty, and then we'll get to Evelyn. But uh, Marty, you know, so you said it could, could cut his Esperanza to the ground. Uh, Lantana, he wanted to know if he could cut his Lantana to oh, the ground. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what about? Right now, is it safe right now to cut his Lantana? No. Why? Because of the low-flying birds. Oh, okay. Well, Marty, if you want to <laughs> help the low-flying birds, don't cut it down now. And, I can't believe people Well, Marty probably just didn't don't know. remember. He just probably didn't know. That, that's a Calvin term. I know. <laughs> Evelyn is on the line at 210-308. Evelyn won't be cutting it down. <laughs> uh, but not. She likes those low-flying birds. Hi there, Evelyn. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing great. Doing What's good. going on? Uh, I heard Dr. Parsons yesterday with the mentioning my name and the horse herbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah. I want to ask about. Uh, I have problems with thrips every year for the last two, three years, probably. Is that something I can do now to kind of prevent some of that, or do I have to wait till the spring? And then I'm by an alley. That's where my garden is, close to an alley, and there's lots yeah. of horse herb and all kinds of stuff. Is that where those things are coming from? Should I spray probably, it then? Probably, probably so. Uh, thrips, so. Uh, <laughs> They fly in, and they can fly. Uh, they get fly in on the winds. And uh, interesting story: they had a had a, a virus disease on spinach okay. years ago, and uh, they they said it was uh, spread by thrips that came from Oregon, blew in on winds huh. from Oregon. Right. <laughs> So uh, yes, they come. They come every spring. Weren't they the source of our tomato? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That uh, the tomato disease. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, tycoon is resistant to. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, you have to use. Uh, Does that work? I, I don't, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to get on a. Regular schedule. What is the said. the plant, uh, Evelyn? Uh, the garden, everything. any kind of, yeah, every, yes, everything. <laughs> but I was just wondering if it was a uh, food plant. What? I, I always, I always have good luck with uh, acephate on the on thrips, but you can't. Doesn't do any good to do it now. But just yeah. like Jerry says, you just gotta kind of watch in any. You know, on the well, roses. Should I spray the, the alley then, or just what I have in yes. the garden with that? Yeah, if you if you could spray 
the the weeds in the alley, uh, that would help. Okay. Another thing that I think Thrips got to, I had a pot of uh, yellow chrysanthemums since uh, 1985. And they were oh. full of buds. <laughs> they were full of buds, and they... Didn't open not even halfway, and they turned brown all on the edges. So is that thrips job yeah, also? That's thrips. Son of a gun. <laughs> well, they're here now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all I can do then. Yeah, that's about all you can do. They fly in periodically. Will they hurt uh, horse herb? No, they will not hurt, harm horse herb. Well, let's so tell you, you you're very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, in, fact, in fact, I want to read you something in Dr. Finch's uh, column the, for Sunday. It says, uh, how about a gift certificate that would cover costs of the butterfly garden for all, all the compost, milkweed, thrialis, misflower, porterweed, passion vine, frog fruit, horse herb, and what do you think I left out there, Kevin? Zinnias. There you go. How did you know that? That uh, was just a guess. But I was proud of him putting horse herb in there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Evelyn. Thank you for uh, calling. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Keep up the good job. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. And by the way, the, your, your column is, you can get to it at my essay. Look in the lifestyle section online, myessay.com, my San Antonio. I don't know how how many you can read, but you can read... The one on December 3rd is up there. There you go. Cool. All right. Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I hope you guys are. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Ed? Hey, Milton. Uh, while I was listening on the phone, I could hear the other callers talking, but I couldn't hear Jerry or Calvin or you. That was good, huh? Oh, you complaining or bragging? Well, uh, you know, I couldn't tell what the answers were. I could only hear the questions. Yeah, we have that blocked on your phone, Ed. I'm sorry. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm, I'm yeah. surprised you have bought my number by now. We'll have to we'll have to check that out. Yeah, well, we haven't haven't had any luck with uh, Johnson City Joe keeping his blood number. Blocked. No, he, he gets past us. I bet Ed, Ed will too. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened, Ed. We'll see. Thank you, though. Milton will check it out, okay, Ed? Yeah, so what else is going on? Uh, well, uh, y'all are always talking about horse herb. Where can I get some of that stuff? Uh, what is it? Her horse, horse herb. Horse herb. At, Ev- at Evelyn's Garden, Well, right? besides <laughs> Evelyn's, I know, <laughs> I know we've had it here. Should we Bill give Burger. Evelyn's address out? No, we should not. What? Evan will come here. Evelyn will come here and take care of you. <laughs> now, if you can, we only got a couple minutes. Guys. If you can find a neighborhood yeah. where horse herb, it's uh, relatively easy to to get right. get some of the. And of course, ask permission. <laughs> oh, oh right. not at Evelyn's. <laughs> oh, all right. But, uh, and we used to we used to have it. Sometimes we have it at Milburgers in uh, yeah, people. Yeah, uh, in containers. containers. But right now that we don't have it, so okay. maybe a little later this spring it'll it'll be we'll be back. Well, I'll be but, glad. Uh, Bye. Jerry and I were just noticing it starting to come up. Okay, uh, I wanted to tell you, gotta give you guys a report on my rain. Uh, I hadn't had any rain since May, nothing but a drizzle or a mist, and 
it's so dry that the deer are eating the cactus and lantana, and they even wow. eat, they're even eating Bermuda grass. Uh, that's how. But but last week I had two point seven inches, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> that's good. All right, hey, yeah. I've got a bunch of seeds that I'm trying to save from one year to the next from. You know, oh, uh, I mean, all sorts of things like uh, birdhouse gourds and lupas and yeah. Malabar spinach, stuff like all different things I save seeds on. What's the best way to store those? I mean, what can I put in them that will kill any uh, thing that, you know, any kind of bug that gets in there or anything like that? Well, if you dry them, if you dry them out real good. Yeah, I mean, and then put them in a, you know, put them in a jar, and put them in the refrigerator. I keep all mine in the refrigerator. You can uh, look. I don't know. Plant Answers has it. The the web, the internet has yeah. uh, these directions on how to preserve right. uh, seeds. But, yeah. But is there something I can put in there, like seven dust or diatomaceous? Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. We used to use seven dust. Hmm. Okay. Just sprinkle them with seven dust. All right. If you got any. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, yeah, I got lots of it. Cool, yeah. man. We got to run. We got about 20 seconds, man. All right, okay. thank you. Appreciate Let's it. Let's call on Saturday. We'll see what the situation is. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today, but before we do, we want to thank uh, Shemaya back at the station for getting all the calls on the air and running the show so well. And, on, of course, on behalf of the docs, want to thank you for listening. Come on by Millburgers, visit with them, get your Christmas trees, poinsettias, all your Christmas items. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer.